This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Listener discretion is advised as some cases contain graphic content. We mean no disrespect to anyone we discuss in this podcast except our exes. Everyone is innocent until proven guilty. However, we will be expressing our personal opinions. Buckle up, buttercup. Hey guys, it's Cynthia. And I'm Wes, and this is Love and Luminol, a true crime podcast. And episode 16. If you say so. Yeah, I know you're not counting, but I'm counting. (laughs) I want to count, so. 16, it's Katie Coleman. Katie Coleman. Yep, local case, so should be interesting. All right. All right, let's get into it. Here we go. So, Katie Coleman, have you heard of her ever? I don't think so. It doesn't sound familiar. No, you're not from around here, but... Mm-mm. Seems like we don't get a whole lot of murder cases in this general area. Like, you know, Henryville, Memphis, up to Sellersburg, to Austin, Crothersville, Salem, Madison. I don't feel like we hear a whole lot of violent crimes around there. Not usually, no. Nothing like this. So it was, when it came out, it was huge. Like, I remember being in school and her pictures were everywhere. So this was when you were in school? Yep. High school. Okay. Which so kind of like everywhere. Kind of like I had one when I was in school or around school, and yeah. you do too. So we're yeah. both doing our own local. Yeah. So that's cool. Should be interesting. But yeah, definitely. Get into it. And she, I didn't know her personally because she, well, she's 10 years old. So it wasn't like I went to school with her. Okay. So she was a 10 year old girl. And there's a picture of her. Okay. It's a big smile. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> like I seen this picture I was like I recognize that face But then I read into the case And I'm like Oh yeah I know Austin Crothersville Yep Gotcha So this was in Crothersville Indiana um, Her parents were John Neese and Angie I can't It just called her Angie So I don't know if her last name was Coleman Or I assume Since Katie Coleman I mean not necessarily, but... I don't know. I, I know. It's like, I don't know. So, I just put Angie. But here's a picture of her parents. See, I think that's... I don't know who they're hugging. Whoever's hmm. backs to us, but that's her dad and her mom. Which one's the mom? I can't. Her parents are facing us. Okay, so we can see their parents' faces. Yeah. Okay. That's why I said I don't know who the back, who's back of the head that is. Gotcha. Okay. It's her parents. Um, January 25th, 2005. Katie woke up for school and ate breakfast with her family. Um, her dad then drove her to school like he normally does. She went to Crothersville Elementary School. I didn't even know Crothersville had an elementary school. This town's tiny. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Like, it's the exit we get off of normally. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know where you're talking about. So, yeah. I feel like it's very yeah. small. I mean, I've never really been that direction. I always go the opposite way off the exit, so. Yeah. But I, I know what you're talking about. It's where the uh, tattoo place is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
so tiny, but she arrived home around 3 p.m. So she went to school, got home 3 p.m. John was at work, and Angie was making dinner. Okay. So um, Katie offered to help her mom. She's like, I'm just sweet. She's always helpful. But she was going to walk to the nearby dollar store and pick mm-hmm. up some toilet paper. Okay. So I guess it was close, so she just she did this walk all the time. Like, it's no big deal for her. Okay. Um, so her mom says, sure. Um, gave her a dollar ten, and said, okay, just be home as soon as you can. And she didn't return home as expected. Hmm. Okay. Like it's been a little while. I think a couple hours at least. And her mom's like, well, she should be back. But she wasn't too worried because she had friends, I guess, that lived along the route she takes. So she could have stopped yep. and hung out. So they could have been outside or... playing and she could have been yeah. like, hey. So her mom wasn't too worried that it wasn't that late yet. But, um. After a few hours, her mother started to call the neighbors, like, hey, is Katie over there? Have you seen her? Kind of checking in to see where she was. It's been a few hours. Mm-hmm. Um, she searched the street on foot and then ended up calling the police around 7.30 p.m. Because she's like, I assume it's January, so it would be dark by then, I assume. Uh, yeah. 7.30-ish, so. Yeah, 7.30 would definitely be dark at that time. And for a 10-year-old to be walking around, she called the police. Okay. And by the time police arrived, there was already 125 locals assisting Angie in searching for her. Wow, that so was So, yeah, quick. just by calling the neighbors and stuff, word of mouth, like 125 people were. That's quick. Her. Yeah. I think that's awesome. That town's on it. Yeah, they are. And it's small. that has a population of 1,500 people. Wow. And you said hundreds so, of them were yeah, out. 125. <laughs> yeah. Like at yeah. 730 a good at chunk of the town, huh? Yeah. And to beat the cops, I said before the by the time the cops arrived, they were on it. So, and they searched all night and into the next day. Eventually, a helicopter was brought in along with snipper, sniff, snipper, sniffer dogs. Sniffer, snipper dogs. Yeah, sniffer dogs. <laughs> Snipper. Um, sniffer dogs. And the dogs picked up on Katie's scent and traced it to nearby railroad tracks. Mm. So they're like, huh. Um, neighbors saw Katie that day. So they saw her walking. She came to inform one of the neighbors that their dog had been killed near the railroad tracks. So that just confirmed she was by the railroad tracks. Yeah, yeah. Um, if she came and said, hey, your dog's over there dead. But an Amber Alert was not initially used since there's no evidence of an abduction. Okay. Like Should there's they no hard evidence. Yeah, that she didn't run off with a friend or something. Yeah. So we can't do an Amber Alert. So... But posters were put up anyway, described Katie as four feet, six inches tall, with mm-hmm. chin-length brown hair and brown eyes, and has a lazy eye. Which in the picture, I didn't notice a lazy eye or anything. I didn't either. That's why I was like, what? But then several days later, an Amber Alert was suddenly issued. Okay. I don't know why all of a sudden it became <laughs> an abduction. 
evidently something <laughs> something made yeah, them think something that had to it they got a hold be. of something because yeah. it's like well, this may be it because January 29th, a composite sketch of a man believed to have abducted Katie was released. So somehow they thought she was abducted. Either this guy was seen with her or something. Yeah, somebody saw something. Yeah, so that's why it was up to an Amber Alert. But he was described as very thin and very white. Very thin and <laughs> very white. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So that's about everybody in that town. Probably. I mean, they're either very white and thin or very white and not thin. (laughs) But either way, they're very white in that town. Yeah. And anywhere from five foot, eight inches tall to six feet tall. Okay. Not too bad of a range, I guess. I mean, that's a pretty... It's a <laughs> broad area to me. Yeah. I but mean, still, it wasn't like four foot nine to six two. Well, that would just be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it could be anybody. <laughs> yeah. But still, I guess not that great of a range, but better than very thin and very white. They said 18 to 20 years old with dark hair and pale skin. Well, yeah, they said very white. He was so very white. Pale skin. Dark hair. Dark hair. Okay, that's a new one. Yeah, 18 to 20. So young. Yeah, young guy, skinny. White. A decent height and very white and pale. Yeah. Yeah, Sounds legit. about half the town. Yeah, <laughs> sounds <laughs> like it. <laughs> This guess was created after a witness told police that they had seen Katie in his truck, which was a white Ford F-150 pickup truck around 15 years old. Oh. So that's an older truck. On the fifth day of the search, a body was found. So not good news. Definitely not. No, her body was found in a creek by an Indiana State trooper near Cypress Lake, north of Seymour. Oh, okay. Which I've heard of that, I feel like, Cypress Lake. That's quite a distance. Yeah. That's like, what? That's like a 15, 20-minute drive. Yeah, but it was 19 miles from her home. Yeah. I'm just going by drive time. That's about 15, 20 minutes. If on foot, that would be a crazy distance to just disappear from and the body show up. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, yeah, she's definitely abducted. She didn't walk that 19 no, miles. Definitely not. No. So, um, her hands were bound behind her back, and she had been raped before being drowned. No, wow. Yeah. It's kind of creepy because that's unheard of around here. Yeah. I'm like, uh. But police received a phone call confession. And then a guy named Charles Hickman was arrested. So this guy literally called the police and was like, I did it. This is what I did. And they're like, all right. Hmm. And here Just called is. and said, I did it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it was me. Heard you been looking for me. Yeah. Figured I'd give myself a <laughs> That's him. Oh. 
not very pale. I mean, he's definitely white. He's white. But I wouldn't call him pale. No, not pale. Could be lighting as well, though. True. He's thin. Yeah. He's got dark hair, but it's long dark hair. You'd think that would have been mentioned. Yeah. Long dark hair as opposed to just dark hair. Yeah, you would have thought. Hmm. But, I mean, other than that, mustache, but that's about it. That wasn't mentioned either. No. That's him. He called and confessed that he did it. Hmm. He lived just yards away from the dollar store. Other local locals said he was an odd one. So I thought, yeah, that guy's a little weird. He often just stood out in his yard gazing at nothing. So. Huh. Like he's doing in the photo? Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> I mean, the camera's <laughs> right here and he's just kind of... Yeah, just standing in his yard doing yeah. that, so... They said, yeah, he's a little creepy. Charles stated that Katie witnessed a meth transaction at the Penn Villa apartments, and he dragged her into his trailer. So I guess he said among her walk, she must have witnessed a methamphetamine drug transaction okay. between him and someone else, so he dragged her into his trailer so that All she right. couldn't tell. Um, he claimed that he and his friend, Timothy C. O. Sullivan, wanted to scare her, so they drove her to the creek in the middle of the night. So they drove her all the way up there to mm -hmm. Cypress Creek. Okay. And Seymour. And he said that she was accidentally drowned. I guess when they were scaring her, they accidentally drowned her. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't explain. That doesn't any explain of it. the rape. The rape and the the tied up. Yeah. Factor. No. However, he kept changing his story, so he couldn't keep the story straight at all. We accidentally raped her. Accidentally. <laughs> accidentally. Her. <laughs> After we her accidentally tied her up. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm not buying that. But police retrieved DNA evidence from the crime scene that was on her body and on a cigarette butt found nearby. And the DNA was not Charles' DNA. Rot row. Yeah, so he confessed, but it was not him. Rot row. So who knows what he was trying to do? He's bored, I guess. Or just mentally ill. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Wow. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But the DNA belonged to a local father of three named Anthony Ray Stockelman. Okay. And I have his picture. There he is. Wow. Yeah. Huh? He's very white. He's white. Uh, you don't have any hair in that picture. No, well, I mean, the stubble is like, the it's dark-ish. Dark. I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know. Glasses. Glasses weren't mentioned. No. Mustache wasn't mentioned. No. I don't know. But that's who they arrested. Okay. How did uh, how did this continue then? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hold on. Well, he pled guilty to avoid the death penalty. Okay. He's like, you got DNA evidence against me, I guess. I really don't want to really fry, so yeah. Take the death penalty off, and I will confess. So that's what he did. 
Prosecutor Stephen Pearson stated that he would be going for life in prison without parole. He's like, I want you in prison. Rest your life. Hmm. Okay. So the sen- sentencing was set for April 17th, 2005. So not that long ago. No. And he was sentenced to life in prison plus 30 years for the molestation. I thought it was rape. Yeah, they call it a molestation. There's a difference. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There is. There's definitely a difference. There is. That makes me wonder what her autopsy said that might have changed the charges there. Hmm. That's a weird one, but they charge him with molestation. How You can't tell molestation from a autopsy, though, unless something was done internally. But that would classify more as rape, I would think. I don't know. That's that's a weird one. I'm just thinking, I don't know, I was thinking long how much damage might have been done to the, you know, area. I guess, but molesting I wouldn't, re- I don't know, that one's hard. Yeah, it is. That's what, I don't know, but somehow he got, I guess since he's going for life, they weren't worried about it anyway. But he appealed his sentence, stating that he was under extreme emotional and mental disturbance due to his father's death. He's like, my dad died. My dad died. I better go rape this little girl. Yeah, Yeah, that's what he said. Makes no sense. My dad just died, too. Uh, I'm not out raping children. You're not. Nope. Mm. But that was his excuse. Ridiculous. And, of course, his appeal was denied. I would hope so. Yeah, they're like, "Uh, no. (laughs) He was sent to Wabash Valley Correctional Facility. I know where that is, too. You do? I used to live in Terre Haute. Oh, that's up by where you used to be? That's in Terre Haute. It's the the prison in Terre Haute. Oh, so yeah. They shipped him up there to where you were. We had Jeffrey Dahmer, too, for a little while. Oh, you did? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We've had a few big big cases come through that prison. Dang. It's right well. behind the mall. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Just behind, behind the mall. The mall. <laughs> First place. I mean it's a little bit up. They break out. It's <laughs> a little bit up, but it's not directly behind the mall, but we always say behind the mall. I just picture him sharing a parking lot between the no. jail and the mall. No, it's still quite a distance, but you have to go behind the mall. There's a back road back there, and it goes to the prison. She's loving my fingers. That's what she said. <laughs> but they sent him up there to Wabash Valley, where Katie's cousin, Jared Harris, also happened to be incarcerated at. What the hell? Yeah, I don't know what happened there, but so on September 22nd, 2006, Jared entered Anthony's cell and locked the door behind him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, and he proceeded to hold Anthony down and tattoo Katie's revenge across his head. What? And I have that picture right there. Oh, my God. (laughs) Right. I thought he was going to do a lot worse. But I did too, but that's rough. <laughs> that's what he did. Well, I think he, um, it depends. 
I think he did. Because you don't want to be tagged as a pedophile in jail. So people reach his forehead, they're going to be like, who's Katie? It's a metal band that I was in. Katie's <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> right? Like, I'm going to play that shit off. Uh-huh. I was in a band don't called want Katie's that. Revenge. You don't want that shit going around jail. I had it tattooed jail, on so... my fucking head like a boss. Yeah, I think he did do them. Yeah. I mean, he did them in. He just didn't do it personally himself. <laughs> just... True. I thought he was going to do what was done to the girl to him. him. Oh. I thought he was going to rape the dude. Oh. He went dark. <laughs> I mean... You rape a child. Yeah. Usually you get raped in prison. Yeah. So I was waiting for it. I figured he'd close that door behind him and that dude was going to get what that girl got. Oh. Rape, her and rape him and drown him in the toilet. I would have figured that if he'd been like him and four other guys came in that cell and locked the door behind like, oh, him. Oh, shit. It's about <laughs> to go down. Yeah. I'm like, oh, He's going to no. be sore. Yeah, well. I was listening to what was here that comes Big Bubba. <laughs> Big Bubba. Big Bubba's coming in here, and it was not and not hilarious because someone died, but it was karma. Yeah, and I thought <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh. But this girl, I guess there was this couple, and he was abusive, and so she decided to split it off. Mm-hmm. And she called it was one of those. YouTube channels that's called 911 or whatever. Okay. I listen to all the time the 911 calls. And so she placed a call because he was chasing her. I don't know if this was like days later after she broke it off with them, if he's been stalking her and mm-hmm. just escalated, or if it was the same day she told him and he just freaked out. But she was driving and he was chasing her in his truck. Yeah. And he ended up hitting her. She's on. The phone nine one one. He ended up hitting her, shooting her four times, and he hit her in the chest mm-hmm. while she's on the phone. So she gets out and starts running, and this lady this, that just happened to get home from the grocery store saw her and grabbed her. She's like, "He's coming! He's coming!" And so she dragged her into her garage and shut her garage door, and it's on the phone nine one one. Yeah. Damn. And that night when we get there and help her, and she's like, he's outside the door, he's coming, you can hear him banging on the door and yelling. But then, you know, she's on the phone, he, she's like, you're safe, he can't get in there, and the lady's like, it hurts, you know, because she got shot in the chest. Yeah. She's like, it burns, it hurts, and she just could not, <laughs> you know, she was out, like, she couldn't ask her anything, she was in too much pain. So that lady was talking on the phone, she dragged her in the garage. Damn. But yeah, so that lady's a hero. Mm-hmm. But the ambulance came, the police came, they took her and him because he ended up shooting himself. Oh, shit. Took both of them to the hospital because they're both alive. And she survived. She went into surgery. She survived. He didn't do as well and was put on life support. Damn. And this was husband and wife that was just separated. Mm-hmm. So technically, she was still his wife. She so got she to pull the, say, plug. pull the plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, that is some justice. That you is. Tried to kill me. <laughs> That's what I was like. Can, oh. I can legally kill you now. 
I was like, that's karma at its best. Yeah. Like, shit. I, I couldn't help but laugh. And I was like, I felt bad because he died. But, <laughs> of course, she's like, pull I it. I mean, wow. Yeah. That just that just flipped in her favor. It did. <laughs> that, that, that backfired. <laughs> <laughs> right? You mm-hmm. imagine being the doctor going there and be like, Man, we gotta discuss if you want to pull a plug, or she's like, "You really?" She's just doing this. She's like, "You really gonna ask me that?" <laughs> you know what he just tried to do to me. You ain't done it already. <laughs> like, of course, what? I want you to pull the plug. <laughs> like, you really gotta ask. Mm. I thought that was hilarious. She just lucked out. She did. I, I mean, like, not getting oh. shot, but like the, the twit. That's like an M Night Shyamalan twist. <laughs> it is. It <laughs> starts out, she's running for her life, and she's about to die, and then suddenly, yeah. she's got the power. She's got <laughs> and the she power. Unplug him. Uh, I imagine. I would. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Pull him. Because they were just separated, not divorced yet, thankfully. <laughs> and he shot her four times. I don't know if he hit her in the chest four times or just the one time. But that lady's like, Either there's way. a lot of blood. She's like, how much blood? She goes, a lot of blood. <laughs> like, it's a, a lot, lot of damn blood. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Get your ass and here. You hear him quick. yelling, where's he outside? Yeah. And then you hear the cops. She goes, okay, cops here. And then I guess he shot himself somewhere. Wow. So they rushed them both to the hospital. She survived. She went through surgery. And then he just <laughs> didn't make it out. Hmm. And last support. And I guess when she came out of her, she woke up from surgery. They're like, you, so you want us to leave him plugged in or? Done. <laughs> done. done. She's like, where do I sign? <laughs> <laughs> and she pulls out her own pen. <laughs> where do I sign? <laughs> Just flip the breaker to that whole room. <laughs> like we don't want a chance you forgetting you don't the need plug. None of it. <laughs> yeah. Is there check box to donate to science? <laughs> He's gonna be an organ donor. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh well there you go. So that kinda remind me of that tattoo across the forehead. <laughs> yeah. Kinda it's some definitely karma. Uh, some karma. Yeah. So there you go. And that's it? Yeah, that's that little So he's news. just in prison still with this tattoo on his head? Yep, he's in prison with 15 Bubba's probably staring him down because he's got Katie across his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. He's, he's somebody's girlfriend now. He's got to be. There's no way he's going around with that on his head and not getting raped. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right? Uh, they don't care, child or not, if it says the girl's name and revenge. The, he he he's yeah. deemed he's deemed a pussy automatically. He's getting yeah. fucked. Yeah, that guy did him wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't care what they do to you, but they're having their fun. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it is right. You're like yeah. Why shank him when you could just carve him for life there? Wow. I'm telling you, though, I would play it off as a band. Like, 
I was in a metal band. We were called Katie's Revenge. Got that <laughs> shit tattooed on my forehead. Cause I'm hardcore like that. Yeah. And the bad thing is, Crothersville police come out a year later. It's like, well, so that DNA was mislabeled. Oh. <laughs> it was really they didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> that would have been horrible. That guy, oh my God. that tattoo forehead is innocent, man. That would be awful. And then he gets let out, and he has to wear that out. <laughs> With his PTSD. Oh, no. But no, as far as I know, he did it, and he's still in jail. Okay. Guilty and doing his time. Wow. But he's still alive. So. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you don't really hear stuff like that around here, so... No. That's different. Especially mm -hmm. the, the nice tattoo twist at the end. That just makes it an interesting story and local. <laughs> at the does. same time. It does, doesn't it? I like that. Um. <laughs> well. Yeah, so we got, what else are we doing this week in a bonus episode? Yeah, I think we're going to do another bonus. Was it Dumb Reasons to Kill? Dumb I know, that's why I keep kill. thinking every time I say <laughs> dumb ways to die. We gotta the change kids it. always dumb play that on TikTok. reasons to kill. Like, oh boy. So our bonus yeah. episode is Dumb Reasons to Kill. So yeah, it should be fun. Alright. Well, we gonna do that here soon or? Yeah. Alright. Do that probably, what do you think, tomorrow? Yeah, we can record it tomorrow That'll give a, a day or so in between posting them. So, yeah. Well, That'll work. I don't know. Who knows? You'll know if we're in the same clothes that we did it today. If not, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Or we just were a bunch of bums and we just sat here. <laughs> we just sat here. Sat here until the next day. day. No. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind that. Let's do this new episode. Uh, yeah. Mm -mm. All right. Well, I guess uh, we'll go over everything again here. Um, again, we're not on Patreon for those bonus episodes. They are on your service that you use to listen or watch us currently, unless it's YouTube. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> Bonus episodes are on every service, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, all that stuff. Um, but video of it will be on Spotify. Um, and our regular episodes, as always, uh, video on Spotify and YouTube and audio everywhere else. So it's kind of the same thing, except the bonus episodes aren't on YouTube. Just because they need like 10,000 subscribers before you can do that. Mm -hmm. So... We're not utilizing YouTube for <laughs> bonus content. But yeah. Spotify, there you go. We got video and audio everywhere else. And um, so uh, subscribe, like, join us on our uh, bonus episodes, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.